big suppliers that had it, which is UNFI, stopped carrying it. I'm not sure why. So uh, I was able to stock up on probably close to 100 cases in the past six weeks. Uh, literally, it's gone, as you can see. So That's the sound of Avrumi Friedman. He's the manager at Toronto's largest independent kosher grocery store called Savers. And he's showing me the empty shelf section in aisle four, where he would normally stock boxes of Wacky Mac. And it's a similar story across the country. There's none at Kosher Quality in Montreal, none at the No Frills in Thornhill, Ontario, none at the Sobeys on Taylor in Winnipeg. Only two stores in Vancouver still had some Wacky Mac left from an old order. And in Montreal at the IGA in Cavendish Mall, there were 10 boxes left. If you listen right to the end of today's episode, you'll find out who bought the rest of them. Jewish Canadians have been posting in Facebook groups such as the Kosher King asking what happened to Wacky Mac because they can't find any. Now, if you haven't heard of Wacky Mac, it's this beloved kosher version of macaroni and cheese. It comes in a red and yellow box. And what sets it apart from Kraft Dinner, aside from the fact that Kraft Dinner isn't kosher, is that Wacky Mac comes in four different shapes of pasta. It's a staple in many Jewish Canadian homes. And yes, I know this is not the biggest crisis to ever confront Jewish Canadians when we're dealing with climate change and COVID and anti-Semitism. But since Canadians can't find it on store shelves anymore, the news is hitting shoppers hard. My son, who's just got married, he's 25, loves Mackie back more than any other food there is. <laughs> we keep kosher in our house, so there is no other option for us aside from Wacky Mac. One thing that I was going to look at um, is if Trader Joe's has something comparable. I just never really thought to do it because Wacky Mac is Wacky Mac and you can't compete with the best, right? Wacky Mac has been a favorite in my house for 20 years at least. My kids loved it. I still eat it sometimes and so do they. And my favorite shape of pasta is the wagon wheel shape even though it sticks to the bottom of the pot. And in case you were wondering, I will admit it right here now that I personally have eaten a whole box of Wacky Mac by myself more than once. But in all seriousness, the main distributor of Wacky Mac in Canada has been United Natural Foods Incorporated, and officials confirmed they're no longer carrying it. And calls to the American company that makes it, Ronzoni, also confirmed that it's been discontinued for Canada. Wacky Mac is now owned by Treehouse. They're out of Oak Park, Illinois, west of Chicago. But no one has responded to our emails or calls for an explanation. Coming up, we'll hear from the Canadian woman who's been at the heart of the Wacky Mac shortage story. And from some kosher grocers in Toronto who are going to extraordinary lengths to find some. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. I'm Lila Kashdan in Brookline, Massachusetts, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. A book about the world's first woman rabbi has won the Canadian Jewish Literary Award for Kids Fiction. It's called Osnat and Her Dove. It was written by a former Montrealer and author and journalist Sigal Samuel. She tells the story of an Iraqi scholar from 500 years ago named Osnat Barzani. Her father encouraged her love of Torah, and Osnat eventually became accepted and revered even as a rabbi in Iraq. It's a true story, and we'll have a full episode with Sigal Samuel coming up this week. 
The book is one of six to win awards at Sunday's ceremony. Judy Battalion's book, The Light of Days, also won. It's about the young women who were couriers in Hitler's ghettos during the Holocaust, and you might remember we had her on our podcast in May. Meanwhile, Gary Barwin won for his novel about Mothel the Cowboy. You can check out the full list of winners in our show notes. Karen Green is a Canadian Wacky Mac fan, and she has been since she ate it when she was growing up in Thornhill, Ontario. She still eats it now that she's a married 35-year-old mother of three and lives in Buffalo, New York. Before COVID, she would stock up on cases of Wacky Mac when she came home for a visit and then carry them back south of the border. But now it's scarce. So she's been posting on Facebook about her efforts to find out what happened to Wacky Mac. So tell me about the fact that uh, the timeline, when did you start noticing uh, that there was hard to get in Canada too? Um, Oh, we're going to be joined by my baby. Um, So in, uh, in COVID really, that's when I started noticing that I couldn't order it anymore. And then in Canada, I just followed social media. I followed the kosher King. Um, And the few times that I've been able to come in starting in August, I actually looked when I went to Sobeys, um, to see if there was wacky Mac and either the prices were really high, which I'm sure is not anybody's fault, but just COVID. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just timing of babies. Tell me what it means to your family. This wacky Mac wacky Mac is it just see, I automatically smile and light up. Um, what does wacky Mac mean? Wacky Mac means to me, growing up and going in between extracurricular activities and um, I guess rushing, but I don't see it in a negative way. I see it in a positive way because I was just part of so many wonderful things growing up. Um, I can just picture my mom over the stove. And actually, in fact, when I think about your question, when my kids come to my mom's house, they ask for her to make Wacky Mac. Um, even as recently as Sunday, when I came in for the day, they want like my mom to make Wacky Mac, even though my mom is a wonderful cook, but there's something, I guess, maybe I brought the nostalgia to my kids. That is just something that is in Bubby's repertoire and her ratio of milk to cheese to noodles might just be so fantastic. I don't know, but you know, to me as a now mother, it's more than just the nostalgia it's I'm in a pinch and I make wacky Mac and everyone loves it and everybody's happy. Right. And then I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter and I ate my own box of wacky Mac myself, like it's one of these things that it's that um, what I told this same daughter last night when I was putting her to bed, I said, you wouldn't believe what's happening in Canada, but Wacky Mac, the first thing she said was that's so sad. And it's true. It's sad. It's just like she, she got it. And, and then she said, well, how many, how many boxes of Wacky Mac are you going to bring for your friends every time we go? But- <laughs> okay. Talk to me about the religious aspect. I mean, do you do this because you're an observant family and kosher family or, or, Oh no, we keep kosher in our house. So there is no other option for us aside from, aside from Wacky Mac, uh, unless there's something that I don't know. I mean, one thing that I was going to look at um, is if Trader Joe's has something comparable. I just never really thought to do it because Wacky Mac is Wacky Mac and you can't compete with the best, right? So, you know, it's like looking for a substitute for Beasley. Like there's Beasley, that's what you buy because that's what everybody has and there's, that's what it is, you know? Um, 
So it, to me, it was just a Wacky Mac is as brand name and as singular as Beasley, where there's not something that's really super comparable. It, it definitely is a staple in our house, A, because of the kashrut, and B, probably because it wouldn't even occur to me to look for anything else. Karen Green isn't formally taking orders yet to transport cases of Wacky Mac for customers in Canada, but she did ask her local Wegman store in Buffalo to get some because she expects Canadians will be crossing the border come November to stock up. Back in Toronto, the manager for Savers Gourmet Market, Jack Kravetsky, has managed a bit of a Wacky Mac coup. Kravetsky sourced a shipment from the U.S. It doesn't have Canadian labeling. Kravetsky used to work for the distributor UNFI, and he knows a bit about what happened to Wacky Mac. People kept coming in here, do you have it, do you have it, do you have it? And I did have some, but of course sold out. And of course, as customers start coming and asking, you realize, okay, now there's a shortage in the market. And I knew there was going to be, well, I knew that, that UNFI was not going to be carrying it. I just assumed that someone else was going to come along and say, hey, I have this. Uh, within the last couple of weeks, when I realized it wasn't available, I made a few phone calls, uh, found out someone else who does have it in the United States, and I'm just bringing it across with some of my other U.S. brands. So they're packaging it properly, or they're not? It's packaged for the U.S. market. It's not packaged for the Canadian market. Is that... Is that kosher to do? Are you going to get in trouble? Um, I think if you walk through any kosher food aisle, you will discover that about 70% of it is not Canadian packaging compliant. And tell us about the special measures that you guys have to do to get it here and, and why you chose to do that. I chose to do it because my customers are asking for it. It's that simple. My customers want it. I have an avenue to get it uh, because, again, I do import other products from the United States. Um, and that's really it. It's It's... There is a need in the community. I have the ability to fill that need. What is it going to cost extra? How much at markup? I'm selling it for the same price that I did before. It actually is costing me more. I am a gourmet shop, so my prices are generally a little higher. And and my cost is higher, for sure. But I'm I'm not raising the price. Have you ever tried it? uh, I Not my thing. Anyone in your family have tried it? Uh, Yes, my, my wife loves it. She, she, she really does love it, and uh, certainly any of my younger set, you know, the kids, grandkids, whoever, they all love it. What do you think it says to the Canadian um, uh, market that uh, some corporate decision was made and they didn't even consult anybody that, you know, wanted it? Corporations make decisions based on, on profit and loss and, and hassle. I mean, to sell however many cases they sold in Canada probably represented such a, an insignificant number to them that it just wasn't worth doing. It was, it, was, it was not intended to be a slight on the Canadian market. It wasn't intended to be anything other than a business decision. We have to acknowledge that we are a small community, right? As, as large as the Canadian Jewish population is, or as large as, as it is here in Toronto, it is still a small proportion of their business. The Canadian government says kosher products imported into Canada must be labeled correctly in French and English and must have the correct Canadian metric labels. The only exception is kosher products for Passover, which Wacky Mac is clearly not. So what are Wacky Mac lovers supposed to do? Are we supposed to start hoarding? I have, here we are, listen, two boxes left in my pantry, but I literally just checked the expiry date and it says 2018. So I don't even think it's safe to eat anymore. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. 
integrity, community, quality, and customer care. We are getting close to our 100th episode, which will be November 1st, and my contest is still open to be on the show. If you know somebody who should be on the podcast or you just want to be on it yourself, write to me and let me know why. I'm at ebesner, that's E-B-E-S-S-N-E-R, at thecjn.ca. Also, write and let me know what you like about Wacky Mac. I seem to remember once they put a serving suggestion about making it with ham. And we'll close today's episode with the answer to who it was that bought a bunch of Wacky Mac in Montreal last week. It was Avi Feingold. He's the co-host of our sister podcast, Bonjour Chai. Avi ran out to get some boxes because his nine-year-old daughter, Nadiva, was upset when she learned the news that Wacky Mac was scarce in Canada. So first, I actually didn't believe it for a couple seconds, but then I felt like, wow, I like why Wacky Mac? Like, that's like random. And I was like, how is that possible? But yeah, it was really weird. What would you do if there was no more Wacky Mac ever? I would try and find a secret recipe and try and find a way to make my own, except the exact same way. Are you a real super fan of Wacky Mac? You could say that, probably. How come? Why are you such a big fan of Wacky Mac? It is just amazing and delicious and just so good. 